0: Hello and welcome to the latest episode of Getting Ahead With Apprenticeships. I'm Katie Thistleton and today we're taking a closer look at degree apprenticeships in law, how they can differ from a traditional degree, as well as the types of projects you may be working on and the career opportunities once you finish your studies. I'm joined by experts Danny Goff, Senior Lecturer at Nottingham Law School. Danny Matthews, Head of Apprenticeships and Early Careers at the Co-op. We've got double Danny today. And Ramesa Khan, a Solicitor Apprentice at Evershed Sutherland. So let's get straight into it with a big question, guys. What actually is the difference between studying law as a degree apprenticeship and doing a traditional degree in law?
1: So the biggest difference is that if you're doing a degree apprenticeship, then you're doing your studies whilst you're working full-time within a legal firm. Um, so, you undertake exactly the same studies that you would do in a traditional degree, and you get the same undergraduate degree in law, but you also get the experience of working in a law firm, working in that type of environment, um, and getting to know the, t- the team that you're going to be working with after you hopefully qualify. Um, alongside this, there are differences in the way that it's funded, so you don't, for example, have to take out a student loan because it's paid for by your um, employer.
0: That's excellent. I mean, it sounds brilliant. Ramesa, you're doing that at the moment, which is so exciting. How many days are you working versus
2: studying? Um, I work four days of the week and I study um, one day of the week. Every apprentice has a different allocated day to take their classes. With the apprenticeship route as opposed to taking a traditional degree, um, you sort of have some more independence over your studies and manage that on your allocated study day. So how soon do you actually get into the workplace? Immediately. So from day one when you start. Is it
0: like the film Legally Blonde?
2: <laughs> I'd like to think so, yeah.
0: As that is one of my favourite films. It does make me want to work in law whenever whenever I watch that film. Um, when do you start the course, Danny? Does that differ to when you do a traditional law degree?
1: So they start at exactly the same time. And this is one of the key things about apprenticeship is that you're employed by the firm before you start your studies, uh, technically so your employer puts you forward four-year studies. Most of the degree apprenticeships start in September and they run alongside the traditional degree year. So you'll have the same exams usually in May or June.
0: Do you have to specialise quite early on when you do a degree apprenticeship or like a traditional degree? Can you sort of decide later on what you really want to do?
1: The answer to this differs depending upon your specific role within your organisation. Um, as far as your work is concerned, you will start to specialise earlier on because you are doing the the role that your organisation needs you to do and your employer expects you to do. But as far as your degree and your academic studies goes, you maybe start to specialise a little bit later just because the additional time pressures that come with studying alongside a full-time job mean that those sort of foundations of law that you have to do at the beginning take a little bit longer.
0: But at the same time, you're getting all these skills that presumably are transferable to whatever specialty you want to go into.
1: Exactly. So, a lot of those soft skills that you develop during those uh, sort of core or foundational modules, they'll transfer no matter where you want to go and what whatever you want to specialise in afterwards.
0: Danny M, how do the fees work? Because it's uh, it's people like you, companies like you that are paying for it all, aren't you?
3: Yeah. So, the um, well, all apprenticeships are funded um, in England, particularly by the Apprenticeship Levy. So, it's a tax effectively that organisations pay um, and that helpfully makes it pretty much free, actually, for, for any apprentice which is a win win for a degree apprentice because they're effectively getting a degree uh for free. It does differ depending on the country that you're 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 in from an employer's perspective but throughout any country in the, in the in the in the UK particularly it's it's free to the student
1: and alongside that you're you're earning as you go. Yeah. So whereas a traditional degree you probably have to take out a student loan to cover your living costs you're actually being paid as a full-time employee alongside it so not only your uh, tuition fees covered but your living costs as well.
0: Is that something that appealed to you, Ramesa, when you were thinking about whether to do a degree apprenticeship or a traditional degree?
2: Yeah, absolutely. That was one of the main reasons why I picked the route that I did. And um, when it comes to sort of weighing up, if that works for you and your financial situation, it just makes it more accessible. Um, Especially as the apprenticeship route is a particular way that more firms sort of access um disadvantaged children and social mobility um, through the apprenticeship route. That's great. Do you still get aspects of the social
0: life like going to Freshers Week and getting involved with clubs and stuff like that, Ramesa, because that's something that's really important to people when they're going to uni. But obviously, it's going to be different for you being in the workplace a lot of the
2: time. Yeah, I'm, I think from my experience, I've had so many opportunities to go to socials. For example, in my first week, we had an induction week where we're invited to meet other apprentices starting cause you, because you start with another cohort of other apprentices. Um throughout your whole years and you have friends and don't miss out those opportunities to find friends and meet them and uh, join societies within your university I captained the London Regional Apprentice Society for my university and we organise lots of socials in summer and winter and we've had previously multiple pizza parties during the summer which were really successful decent yeah I can tell why they would be successful <laughs> yeah it's
0: the word pizza before Parnsey that does it for me. It's the alliteration. Love it. Is that something you're keen to encourage in the workplace, Danny, that with it being a mixed age environment, people still meet and mingle?
3: Yeah, it's really important, particularly in the current working environment of working remotely. Yeah. You might be more disconnected from your colleagues than, than previous, um, previous kind of working world. Um, I guess the important thing to call out with degree apprenticeships as well, you've got kind of the social aspect of the workplace, but you've also got the social aspect of your cohort and the wider university offer. Um, as, uh, as 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 well on campus unions etc so that you can tap into which differs from other uh, other types of apprenticeships for certain.
0: So you've decided you want to do a degree apprenticeship in law and you get stuck into work on day one like you said Ramessa so you're straight in there
2: what kind of stuff are you working on? Um, I don't think that you will be pushed directly into major client work but it really works at your own pace you're not um, overwhelmed at all, but you're not underwhelmed either. If you're someone that is looking for a challenge and looking to be straight in there, doing as much as possible. Personally, when I started, I was happy to launch straight into everything. I worked with a lot of um, case management files and client calls and um, sat with partners who um, sort of showed me the ropes and taught me the systems in my first couple months.
0: Now, I think of Laura as a very exciting career to go into because it's something that, you know, you see on the telly a lot and it just sounds like there'd be a lot of drama, a lot of a lot of gossip. It could be quite thrilling. I know you're not going to be able to give too much away. You've obviously got to maintain confidentiality when it comes to the stuff that you work on. But what what kind of day-to-day tasks are you doing?
2: Um, I've been sitting in my commercial seat, which include, involves a lot of contract work and working with huge companies. Um, I think the most exciting part for me is when you work on something that could be in the news um, a few days later and it becomes a really rewarding experience because you can say that you worked on that.
0: Yeah, that sounds really cool. I like that.
2: Do you work on your own a lot or are you part of a team or is it a bit of a mixture? Um, it's definitely a mixture because it's quite personal in how you work and how you operate. And also it depends on the team. So if you are in a team that um, works on big cases like high profile Um, contentious cases, then you would more likely be working in a team. Personally, I work um, in a mixture of of ways. For example, I can have a lot of autonomy over my own cases when it comes to smaller sort of manageable tasks that I'm comfortable working with. Um, But when it comes to more project management skills and tasks, I work in a bigger team and have have the opportunity to sort of work on my collaborative skills. How do you know what you're doing when you're working on your own then? I use my supervisor a lot. Um, He sort of shows me the ropes and teaches me every single step. And if I'm unsure about anything, um, lets me know that I can just... He's just a team's message away or an email away and that works for me. Is it the same every day? Is every day different? Every day is very varied and you meet new people and new experiences and work on new matters with new clients. And whilst the skills that you're working on stay the same, it's used in loads of different ways and you sort of see your efforts into fruition. so on your apprenticeship are you getting experience of different areas of the law because obviously it's law is massive isn't it there's so many different avenues you can go down yeah definitely there's so many opportunities that arise for you to work in different teams and it's not just specialized to one and restricted to one you can have so many opportunities to um have broader work from ev- all the different parts of the team and sub teams as well um you learn about law different types of law through your module. And then you also get to put those into practice in the workplace as well. Would you second that, Danny? Yeah,
1: absolutely. This is where you can choose as well what area of law you're interested in and look for apprenticeships in that area. So we have apprentices who knew from the beginning that they wanted to work in criminal law, and they're now in court day in, day out.
0: In terms of the actual learning on the course, are you learning something different to if you were doing a traditional law degree to doing the degree apprenticeship, or is the learning the same?
1: The learning's exactly the same. So at Nottingham Law School, where I teach, Um, you are taught alongside distance learning students so whether you're doing a solicitor apprenticeship or you're doing an LLB undergraduate yourself um, you'll be taught in exactly the same way um, with exactly the same lecturers staff and you'll be able to interact with these students
0: That's so great so you know you're getting the exact same degree at the end of it aren't you but on top of it you've got all this extra experience in the workplace
1: Exactly you've got the same same degree with all that extra experience you haven't necessarily had to take out the student loans um, and also it follows you right through to the postgraduate elements so you end up qualified as a solicitor rather than just necessarily having a degree
0: how do degree apprenticeships differ in the four corners of the uk in northern ireland scotland wales and england
3: so degree apprenticeships are available in in all four corners of the the uk um primarily majority of them sit in england you'll find more of them based in england and that's just to do with government funding funding rules but you've just got to make sure that you're doing your research and doing your digging as a student to find the right opportunities near to uh, near to yourself.
1: As far as law specifically, because of the, the different regulations and the different regulatory bodies, Solicitor Apprenticeships are currently only available in England, um, so you have to be working at least 50% of your time in England to uh, be able to work in a Solicitor Apprenticeship at the moment.
0: Okay, great, but the important thing is that there are lots of opportunities to get a, a law degree apprenticeship wherever you are in the UK. What support do you get when you are doing your degree apprenticeship? Let's start with what support you get from the employer, Danny M.
3: Yeah, so I think it's it's really important to call out that first and foremost, an apprentice is a, is a colleague of a business. Yeah. So everything that any other employee would would get access to, apprentices get that same level of support. And actually, in most cases, more um, as well. So often buddied up with more experienced colleagues to help them settle into their business area or their... Their function that they they work within and um, potentially part of an apprenticeship network internally so other apprentices other people who've been through that through that journey will get that same um they'll get that same experience and, and, and level of support um, and then i guess the, the broader picture with apprenticeships is and i often like to see it as a bit of a kind of a three-way relationship with the uh the the apprenticeship coach that they get all the tutor from the university or the, or the learning provider. Um, their their line manager and obviously their peers as well on the cohort so there's quite a lot of support that's provided by being an apprentice in an organization i would actually use that as a way of finding the right employer for you as well in the sense of looking at what support is provided and the, and the good employers the the right employer
1: will be providing you everything that you need to be successful
0: and presumably you're still getting the same support that you'd get from the university if you were doing a traditional degree yeah
1: absolutely and, and again somewhat to to a degree at least slightly more um in that there's the the usual support that's available through the universities, so whether that's student support services, if you have mental health or uh, sort of physical difficulties tool. Um, but also with your academic studies as well. So we offer sort of one-to-one library sessions with law librarians, which are available to solicitor apprentices in exactly the same way as if you were doing a traditional degree. Um, but alongside that, there's also a more formal Sort of support network or apprenticeships, whereby at least every twelve weeks you'll have a progress review meeting to ensure that you are keeping up to date with the um, the workload that you're managing to balance your academic studies alongside your workplace. Um, and this will take place between the the education provider, the workplace, and the apprentice. Um, and this will just ensure that everything, all of the support necessary is in place, um, and it, it means that you can't really fall behind and you can't kind of get stuck. Um, in your own little bubble and f- and start worrying about issues and and them sort of cascade. Do
0: you
2: find that, Ramessa? Do you feel like you are well supported? Yeah, absolutely. It became apparent to me um, within really the first few weeks of my apprenticeship. I have support all around um, from university side, especially. Um, I've got support through my lecturers themselves who provide um, access to their emails and inboxes whenever you need their help for studies. And then also just, you know, coaches and supervisors and student services, they're really useful and accessible at all stages of the apprenticeship. I also have sort of objective um, help and support that are not related to university or my employer. They're sort of intermediary. So just an accessible route for me to go to if I need some objective um, help or support. And it's great
0: that you have that support because, like, we're talking about law here. It's a pretty big deal, isn't it? You must feel like you've got to get things right. Do you worry about making mistakes? Have you made any mistakes yet? What would you
2: do if you made one? Would you have that support around you? Um, yeah, it does not come up without mistakes. Um, I made a mistake in an email, talking to people and addressing the email with their last name as their first name and making so many silly mistakes. But um, along the way, you sort of just learn and that's the best way to learn really by making mistakes and you always have um, the help and support with you, especially as being junior and, and not being qualified yet, you've got your supervisor literally shadowing you, making sure that you're fine. And when you do make mistakes, because you will make mistakes, um, it's not it's not the end of the world, and there's always a way around it. And um, yeah, everybody knows that you are junior, and um, that they don't want to overwhelm you or don't you um, into not wanting to make any mistakes at all. Do you agree with that, Dani? Have you made a few mistakes in your time?
3: Plenty of mistakes in <laughs> my in my career, but. I think it's really important to to remember that the whole purpose of an apprenticeship is about learning and um, so whoever's going to come into that into that role particularly on a degree apprenticeship where there's a lot of expectation in learning and being able to to do the job um it's important that line managers businesses workplaces give you that flex that space to to make mistakes and and most employers like co-op would would allow you to do that because that's part of the the, the learning journey of life i guess isn't there from a A career perspective.
0: Ramay, so does a
2: degree apprenticeship in law translate into a career when you're finished? Absolutely. There's a lot of security that comes with the apprenticeship route. Um, In your final two years, you are equivalent of a trainee coming from a traditional degree route. In your two years, you start your training contract with your original employer. Um, And once you pass your exams and have finished your training contract, you can um, officially start with your employer um, if they accept you.
0: Danny, presumably, you know these apprentices that get to the end of their degree apprenticeship, all the practical experience and skills that they've gained must make them very employable for companies like yours.
3: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we we actually offer all of our apprentices permanent jobs. Oh, great! And a lot of organisations now start start to do that as well. That's amazing. The, the pressure that's relieved from you having to worry about going into the graduate <laughs> job market particularly in a competitive market like the law where you're then finding a training contract is is relieved from doing a degree apprenticeship particularly in in law um and and to have that security in in a in a very challenging job market sometimes can be a real weight off off a student's shoulders particularly around um not having to worry about competing with others
1: um for uh, for opportunities and as employers, you're making a, an investment in your candidates as well. I mean, yeah. the Solicitor Apprenticeship is six years long, ordinarily. So mm-hmm. by the end of that, your employer has made a significant sort of investment in you and wants to keep you on at the end, yeah. obviously.
0: Yeah, you're not going to want to lose them, are you, after it's, all that
1: time? It's really important to make sure that
3: the um, the, the business, the, the student, the apprentice ultimately uh, worked together over the course of that six years to get the right role at the end of it, or to make sure the learning during that program is absolutely right for the apprentice and the business, so ultimately get the right job at the end of uh, at the end of the six-year program.
0: Absolutely unfathomable to me that you would feel that kind of security. I remember graduating uni and wanting to get a career in the media, and standing watching all these hundreds and hundreds of people who've just done the same degree as me get up thinking. I'm never going to get a job, and it gives it's it's very stres- stressful time, isn't it? So great that you feel secure that you used that word security there. What do you
2: think the perceptions of apprenticeships are? What do you think people think of them, Arisa? Um, My perceptions originally, before I knew much about them, were very uh, much thinking that apprenticeships were very vocational and sort of going into um, jobs such as painting or plumbing, um, and I wasn't aware of anything above that and. Um, going on to further education degrees um, until I did my research and found out about them. Would you agree with that, Daddy?
1: Absolutely. I think that increasingly um, employers are seeing apprenticeships and the apprentices that come out of them are as well-qualified, as um, rounded as individuals and often have sort of better sort of working environment or better knowledge of the working environment, um, allowing them to fit seamlessly into a graduate career. Absolutely.
0: Do you have to stick to law when you finished?
2: Um, no, you qualify with your uh, law degree. So just as you would um, when you finish and do a traditional group um, route, you can use that into going into loads of different fields. Um, during my apprenticeship program, I'm really lucky to find out about different roles other than just a qualified lawyer. So you work a lot with legal assistants and PAs and um, PSLs as well. And you find out about their careers and potentially if that was something that interests you.
0: What if you change your mind while you're doing your apprenticeship? Can you transfer and do something different, perhaps something different in law or a completely different career entirely?
1: So I think the soft skills that you develop under a law in a law degree are sought after by most employers. Um, you know, those transferable skills of, of uh, problem solving, being able to think on your feet, being able to do research and work independently. Those are transferable, whatever you want to go into afterwards. Obviously, you will come out with a law degree and the qualifications to practice as a solicitor. But if you want to choose, if you choose to do something different afterwards, then you'll still be a sought-after graduate. Definitely, I, I think it's really important that to recognise that an apprenticeship gives you
3: a rounded experience in the very start of your, typically in the very start of your career. Um, so to get, gather the skills, the kind of human soft skills that you you need to be effective in the workplace is what you'll get. I guess the only thing I would say around that is, whilst you aren't specialising in in a specific area of the law during the program is really really important that you go into an application process or you do research around which is the right route for me from, from a degree apprenticeship because okay. you're making a commitment as, as an apprentice for, for a period of time as well as, as an employer making a commitment to you as, as an apprentice for, for six years or, or so so yeah yes you can change direction but try and do as much of that thinking ahead of ahead of making that decision to make yeah. sure it's the right route for you from, from day one.
0: You still enjoying it, Ramesa? Yeah. <laughs> You're not questioning it? Okay, good. <laughs> well, I'm convinced. So if there are people watching this or listening to this thinking, yes, yeah, you know what, I want to be a law apprentice, I want to do a degree apprenticeship. What makes a good apprentice in law, would you say, Danny? What are you looking for?
3: It's a variety of things. Um, it's important to recognise that Apprenticeships are about someone coming in and starting their career. So you're not looking for the finished article. So it's as, a, as an individual, particularly a young person looking at entering the law through degree apprenticeship, important to recognize what you're gonna bring to the table. So what soft skills might you already have developed? What experiences might, might you have had? Knowing the organization, knowing that it might be the right route for, for you is important. And then I guess the other and the final point is being your true and authentic self that is so, so important. To actually A, getting through a selection process, but B, actually making sure that throughout that journey of of application and kind of understanding which employees are the right ones for you, you actually get out of that and think, this is the right thing for me to to do.
0: Is there a stereotype, do you think, Ramesa,
2: of what a person who works in law is like? Um, Yes, definitely. I think that there are many people with um, stereotypes about people that work in law, for example, just the fact that you're working super long hours and working on really tiresome, tiresome, long cases with loads of papers everywhere. But actually, um, the legal world has evolved a lot and things are very digital now. And um, your hours are very spaced out and very manageable, especially as an apprentice as well. Um, You keep to your sort of nine to five or contracted hours and people don't expect you to work very long at all. And now I'm just thinking about Better Call
0: Saul as well. Like, I'm just thinking of all the TV shows and films that depict law. And uh, so I'm not helping with those stereotypes there, am I? Is everyone like Saul Goodman, basically. What things could people be doing now to really stand out to try and get that degree of apprenticeship in the future if they think that's what they want to do?
1: So the first thing is just to do your research. One of the bizarre things about apprenticeships is that you need to find the employer before you need to decide on the course. So you need to be doing your research, thinking about what area of law you want to be going in and finding um, firms that work in that area who might be looking to offer apprenticeships. And then it's just about upskilling and sort of uh, making your CV stand out in any way that you can do. So not only those great A-level grades, but also all the extracurricular activities that you can do that show that you're a rounded person. I mean, apprenticeships require sort of self-driven and self-motivated individuals. So you need to be able to demonstrate that you're going to be that from the first day.
0: Do you need to have experience in law already? And if so, how, how do you get that?
1: Uh, no, not at all. Um, that's the, the benefit of working in the firm is that they provide you with the work experience whilst you're doing your degree. So there is no need to get qual- a sort of work experience before you begin your apprenticeship. Um, if you want to... There are obviously a lot of firms that provide this on an informal basis, but as far as degree apprenticeships are concerned, there's no expectation that you would have any sort of prior experience before you begin your apprenticeship.
0: What kind of questions would you be asking in an interview, Daddy?
1: Uh less about experience,
3: um, more about who you are as a person. So kind of what what are you going to bring to the table? What um what kind of maybe personality traits or behaviors that you might you, you might have, um, things around um working as a team or personal growth, kind of your your aspiration to learn and develop and get continuous learning approach to you know your education or your personal your personal life um interestingly around organization skills so that is really important so whilst you might not need the experience being organized is, is obviously part of being our legal profession legal professional um but it's actually pro- probably more applicable to the actual apprenticeship because so you're balancing whole life personal life work, life and all of the demands that come with that as well as your studies and you're having to juggle all three at the same at the same time, which can be pretty challenging at times. It actually, it's the one thing where through a, through a selection process, employers will really want to try and probe on to make sure, you, not that you've just got the skills, but you've really thought about, yeah. really thought about that as well. Of course.
0: Well, Romay, so you've managed to get yourself a degree apprenticeship successfully and you're enjoying it and it's going really well. So if you got any final top tips for anyone who's listening to this or watching this right now and
2: thinks... I want to do this, I want to be a future eraser. Um, Definitely the application process is quite different to applying to university and um, this is because it's sort of mainly to do with who you are as a person and um who you are in terms of your skills and motivations rather than sort of your personal statement and why you want to study a course. It's very much based on the profession and the career that you're going into just as you would for applying for a certain university and research behind them, um, you want to do your research behind the employer as well and make sure that they know why you want to work for them and why you chose them as well. Um, And especially you want to showcase those skills that you have. Um, Doing an apprenticeship requires a lot of organizational skills and being able to manage and sort of organize your time. So making sure that you sort of put that into words and put that in your application and make that known to your employer. Amazing. Well, thank you so much, everyone. It sounds like such an exciting degree apprenticeship to do, doesn't
0: it? A big thanks to Double Danny and Ramesa for all their insider info today. It's been great getting that knowledge about law degree apprenticeships. And thank you to you for tuning in with us today. We hope we've helped you get more info to help you make the right decision for you. And if you're still thinking about other industries, then check out our other episodes covering everything from engineering to finance and accounting.
4: See ya! Hi, Sam from UCAS here. Well, that episode was packed with great info and insight about apprenticeships. And if you're thinking about an apprenticeship, here are my top tips of what to do next. Firstly, remember you can apply to both university and college courses and apprenticeships. So why wouldn't you? Keep your options open, do your research and make those applications. If you've started a university and college application, Your grades, your experiences, the skills you might have referenced in your personal statement can all be used to help you write your CV. Just remember when you're listing those skills to make sure you've got examples to demonstrate how you can actually use them, particularly if you get an interview. Look at lots of vacancies for job descriptions so you know the kinds of tasks and responsibilities that you're going to need to do. And be sure to put as much research as possible into the employer. It's really important you know the sort of environment you're going to be working in. You need to tailor your covering letters and your CVs, and this will help you show your enthusiasm, particularly at interview. Check out Career Finder for our vacancies, but also look at local job sites, LinkedIn, socials. There'll be some fantastic opportunities available in your local and regional areas. It's not just corporate companies that offer apprenticeships. And remember, not everyone is going to call it a higher or a degree apprenticeship. Some will just refer to the levels. So keep your eyes peeled for level four to level seven apprenticeship. Level four is the equivalent to the first year of university and a level seven is the equivalent to a master's. Be sure to ask your employer if there's the opportunity though to move up through the levels if you'd like to work towards a full degree. Don't forget you can find out about other industries with Katie by heading to ucas.com, YouTube, Spotify or your preferred podcast platform.